reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Welcome once again to the Doom Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And we're going to look at my greatest adventure number six from just a couple weeks ago. Not from, like, 1950 whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Because that wouldn't make much sense at all. No, there was no Doom Patrol content in the the 50s. (laughs) Although there were probably three stories in the book. That's true. Three stories is pretty good. Totally. But none of them were Doom Patrol related, therefore we do not care. That's right. That's right. And really in this one, we only care about the first one. (laughs) That's also true. You know what? I think that's all I read. Well, I might have read the Garbage Man one. I don't think I read the rest. Hmm. Why bother? That's right. Alrighty. So we got this beautiful cover by Walter Simonson. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's got the three main characters there. Robot Man's throwing a punch in the background. Looks like good. he does. Like he does. And then we just dive right into Robot Man Part 6, Uncanny Valley. <laughs> Those are <laughs> crazy looking monkeys. Uh-huh. Robot monkeys. Gotta likes it. <laughs> Totally. Robot monkeys going crazy on Robot Man. And is that the general in the background? Is he, like, iPhoning it? <laughs> <Some keys rec- laughs> I think that's probably the, the uh, remote controller for the... Because you see the little caps they have on? They have the little red uh, lights on Oh, yeah, 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 maybe. I was Although it's was... funny to think that he's just putting it on YouTube. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> but Robot Man has that special program or whatever that stops Oh, that's from, right. Doesn't he? That's totally... Little does, little does the general know he's being thwarted even as he speaks. <laughs> That's right. Even <laughs> if it went up on YouTube, all you'd see is the monkeys jumping around. The monkeys jumping around and <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Which would be a fine YouTube video anyway, but... It's true. <laughs> Hard to go wrong with robot monkeys freaking totally. out. <laughs> Excellent. So we got Matt Kent writing. We got Scott Collins arting. And... And the rest. And all the rest. That's right. <laughs> That is right. So that's our big splash page. Robot Man going up against Robot Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> and we flip over and Robot Man bursts out of the compound that he's in with the Robot Monkey still attached to him. He's flying away. <laughs> Zooming up into uh, the upper atmosphere until uh, what happens here? Oh, so he goes up to the upper atmosphere and then he comes back down to the uh, oh, yeah, is, super the entry burns them off. That's right. Monkeys are gone. <laughs> wow, that's harsh. That's right. He says Don't the tell dip- PETA. That's <laughs> totally. <laughs> Difficult thing is destroying creatures that are basically just like me. Creatures that don't know what they are with bodies they didn't ask for and they don't want. Uh, clearly, they're not as good as his, though, because his is still going. <laughs> his survived the uh, re-entry there. He comes smashing back in and faces off with the general and uh, Maddie Rouge. 
That's an interesting outfit she's got there. It's very reminiscent of uh, Celsius's outfit. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's uh, yeah, that hood for a little while there. Yeah, she's got the hood and, and the stripes. Yeah. And then the bell bottoms. <laughs> it's like a weird tracksuit. It is very strange. Anyway, Cliff is uh, unhappy with the general. He's getting ready to pound him. But Maddie steps in and she says, Cliff, don't. I called unreason. <laughs> you, I, I can't wait to hear what that what that uh, stands for. Totally, U N R E A S O N. They're on their way with the cleanup crew. They're setting up a permanent containment for the island. DC is just like totally overflowing with the uh, crazy science secret island. organizations right now. Between uh, oh, and secret or- yeah, nowhere and shade and yeah, and and uh, this unreason thing and and. Checkmate and, and yeah. uh, whoever else OMAC is attached to, the Cadmus Project, they're everywhere, man. <laughs> you think you think there wouldn't be any regular people for them to spy on anymore. It's, totally. just, it's just them spying on each other all the time. <laughs> wow. Alrighty. So, unreason, they're coming. They're going to contain things. Cliff, however, he's having none of it. <laughs> he's like, I don't have to say a word. Turing just starts to spill everything. How he was the one that sabotaged my car in the race. Ooh. To test his theory that the nanobots would save me at all costs. Every part of me wants to squeeze the horrible life out of this man. So that's interesting. They're flipping it No mention of the chief yet, although we think we saw him in the audience. Yeah, we've seen like the red-haired guy. But, uh, so apparently he's not it's interesting. Uh-huh. I know a lot of people were very upset when Morrison revealed that back in the day. Right. I thought it was a very, it was a, you know, a sacrilege or whatever that uh, the chief would do such a thing. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of fits, though. Based uh, to, on, me, to me, it did. Yeah. But to many people, they just don't like to uh, mess with the classic stuff. That's right. But I don't know that it, I don't know that it really did. I mean, the chief was never... It seems to me like it's a normal extrapolation of yeah. the way the chief was working yeah. at the time. And especially after being nearly killed on the island there, I think that would unhinge him further. Yeah, totally. Totally. But I don't know. Oh, well, it's all... Doesn't matter now. New universe, new universe, new universe. That's right. New universe, and we don't even have a chief yet, so... Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> all righty. So uh, Cliffy goes and starts to uh, choke the life out of uh, Professor Turing or General Turing or... Maybe he's Professor General Turing. <laughs> General Professor? <laughs> totally. Tour. Totally. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, Turing is explaining, as he's being choked here, that uh, he let Maddie take the blame for the crash, and then he tried to track Cliff down because he wanted to study him, but instead what he got was an island full of mutated, out-of-control nanobots that uh, Cliff's body had flushed out. So we learned all that kind of last issue. There was nothing he could use to study, and he needed actually Cliff. So he lured Cliff back to the island. All this time, Cliff got his hand around the general. That's right. <laughs> Ouch. He's like, I want to squish him dead, but I can't. He can't. He's got that robot programming that won't let him. I tell Turing what I'm going to do with his head and where I'm going to put it, but my body won't let me do it. But I like to think that I was the one that couldn't do it. <laughs> We'll see. (laughs) 
so that's where that kind of ends, and apparently unreason oh. comes and and uh, now here we see the captain, a person I refer to as the captain. Yes, that's a lot like the chief. Totally, he's walking, but he's got the red beard and the red hair. Yeah. Uh huh. And yeah, and Cliff says, "So you still talk to the captain?" And he's saying this to Maddie, and she's saying, "I'm sorry, Cliff. Only when I have to." So clearly, Cliff has got some sort of relationship with this captain guy. Oh yeah. Well, this seems to be a lot of the same dudes that were involved in, in the original crash and whatnot. So yes, yes. <laughs> Cliff's dragging Turing away by the tie. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, Dad, buddy. All right. Well, Captain, this twisted island should be right up your alley. And uh, the captain says, "Unreason is here to help. We will fix the island." Cliff's like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> Alright, he says, takes off. Off he flies. The colors in this book are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they are like, they're beautiful. Really well done. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I suppose we should have given, given the colors some credit. Well, that's the beginning of the episode. Who is that? <laughs> Mike Atier? Atier? Atier. Atier. He does great Atier. colors. <laughs> he does, he does great colors. Yeah. Alrighty. So, Cliff flies off with Maddie in his arms. They're zooming away from the island. And then I think we get flashback. We get, like, the pastel colors. Yeah. So, Cliff is saying, after the crash, after I freaked out and ran away, I had a couple of days alone to adjust. No face, no body, a brain, and a can. And then I heard the voice, the voice that got me home after eight months of isolation, eight months of torture. And we see he's talking about Maddie. I heard the voice in person now filtered through my electronics and nanobots. The voice that might have been loved by a man. Boom, boom, boom. He was in love with the Maddie. That's right. She's all teary. And we see that she is having an argument there with the captain. You can't keep him. He doesn't want to be here. And uh, Cliff's like, well, the truth is I didn't even care. But he's just kind of hooked up to a <laughs> hooked up to some computer while the two of them are arguing over top of him. Yeah. And the captain says, you'll stay, won't you? There's so much we can learn from what happened to you. And Robot Man is having none of it. Go to hell, he says. I would have killed him that day if I could have. But of course, my body wouldn't let me. And believe me, I tested it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the flashback. We get back to uh, Cliff's little home in... Where, it was Las Vegas, wasn't it? Yeah. I think. I Some so. big tower in Las Vegas. And he uh, sets down in the tower. He puts Maddie down. She's like, are we home? I'm sorry, Cliff. He's like, for what? You did your penance. My accident wasn't your fault. You can go any time. Ooh, cold. Ooh, off he stops. Oh, That's right. Uh, so they meet with Mrs. Turing. They lie and they say we couldn't find her brother. <laughs> Later, Maddie will tell me that uh, she could sense that Mrs. Turing knew we were lying. And he's like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Dr. Turing deserves whatever unreason does to him. I'm surprised Maddie's still here. And he continues, sometimes I just wish I could turn my body off. The pheromone sensors are showing me a minuscule increase in adrenaline. The orbital temperature gauges pick up the flush of her cheeks. As she turns her head away, my sub-audible sensors actually pick up the sound of a tear rolling down her face. Aww. 
Anyway, he can't break his body, or he realizes my body can't break its robotic programming. It won't hurt human beings. But maybe, just maybe, there's still a human part of me that can. Woohoo. He is bitter. He is. Ooh. As he flies off from his little tower, however, he gets like a little uh, call or whatever. He picks up uh, a South, alert. Yeah, an alert. A little South Pacific oil rig is under attack. Oh, it looks like a Kraken. Yeah. Great squid action. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where it finishes off. He's like, if Maddie's going to stick around, I guess all I can do is try my damnedest to put the man in Robot Man. Da-na-na-na. Right on. While he goes and takes on Squidly. Super Squid. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I'm, uh, I am hoping we see some more of him somewhere. I kind of like the whole Nanobot idea that way. It makes a little more sense if he gets destroyed and stuff. Yes. He can instead be. of just, you know, ripping <laughs> his arm off every adventure and then getting <laughs> soldered back on kind of thing. That's right. This way the nanobots can do all that soldering and fixing of the body as he uh, throws it around. Yeah, and the, uh... oh, did I lose it? Nope, nope. I did. Oh, you think so. <laughs> all right. Well, <gasps> get yeah. you back. I can still hear you. <laughs> now I cannot hear you. So we do a little Skypey Skypey magic and we get Scott back online and eventually we figure out what we were kind of talking about, which was Robot Man and Nanobots and how they should all be going together and how great they are. Totally. Especially its concerns the Doom Patrol in general. Uh-huh. Was a Doom Patrol or there's going to be a new Doom Patrol, perhaps. Uh-huh. Totally. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. Like, I, I wonder if uh, Matt Kent will uh, pick up on any of this in, in the, uh, what's he doing, the Frankenstein book. Oh, probably. Yeah. I could see Cliff fitting in there. Pretty easily. good, yeah. Yeah, he would. Uh, At least for a guest appearance. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Just have them pop up every so often. They seem to be doing that, too. They've been doing a lot of uh, crossovers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Little guest appearances to keep the universe together kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. So we may see Cliff pop up over there. We know we're going to get Ab Beast Boy shortly. <laughs> Whether it's... Red Beast Boy. Red Beast Whatever. Boy. <laughs> we'll have to see whether that's like a a real Beast Boy or a new Beast Boy. We'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Speaking of Beast Boy. That's right. We're going to move on. Since we've got some time, we're going to look at... Go back in the Wayback Machine there. <laughs> oh, not that far back. No. Teen yeah, Titans Go. Yeah. Yeah. From... Teen Titans Go, number 28. Yes. Yes. Because it's guest star in the Doom Patrol. That's right, though. Cover is awesome. It really is. <laughs> I don't know who Cheeks is, but he did a really good job. Yeah, they used Teen Titans Go used Cheeks on a couple of issues. I I forget how many, but he popped up every once in a while. I forget, and they might have used his longer name too. I do not remember, but yeah, he's got a great look. <laughs> the God. Robot Man is real big here. He's like a real big bulky robot. And, like, Beast Boy's riding him with, with like, using the straps for his TV camera as, as like, a bridle. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got Mento and Larry and Rita. 
Yes. And they're yes. all wearing, I like how they're all wearing sort of matching costumes too, purple and black. Yeah, they kind of, I was going to say they kind of match Beast Boy's original outfit, but he was never purple, was he? He was. Well, his face was purple. His face was purple, yeah. He wore the purple yeah. mask, but uh, yeah, it all kind of works. They're kind of decked out in the purples and the blacks, and <laughs> Beast Boy has the big mask over his head. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It looks like some sort of weird Mexican wrestling bat boy. Yes. Yes. So, we got Teen Titans Go. Sean Galloway is the name of the cover artist. Oh. Signs his thing's cheeks, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Perhaps somebody else does. Uh-huh. So, we open as we generally tend to do in... Uh, Titan's Tower. <laughs> Absolutely. So I turned to him, looked him sternly in the eye, and said, Are you a man or a mouse, beast boy? <laughs> this is Mento talking. This is a, apparently a flashback. Yeah. He's pointing at Beast Boy, and Beast Boy turns into a mouse and says, Squeak, squeak. <laughs> and apparently Mento has no sense of humor in this incarnation either. <laughs> he wouldn't be Mento without the... The grim and the gruff. He's not into it. He says, be a good soldier and stick to the battle plan. Yes, sir. So he's enter into this shady supervillain bar, I guess. Called the watering hole of evil. <laughs> the watering hole of evil, yeah. <laughs> There's a... Who's the chick with the red red hood there? I wonder if she's somebody uh, that we know, of, we know of or not. I want to say she's maybe someone who's been in Teen Titans Go! continuity. I can't remember. Could be. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. So he wanders in there and everybody's sort of giving him the old stink eye. And suddenly uh, there's a dude in the back corner and he's like, what have we here? And suddenly his face sort of turns into a chick. And it's Madame Rouge. Yes. In this carnation, incarnation, this is a, an evil Madame Rouge I guess. Yes. And Beast Boy's like, what? And suddenly from off panel, we see Doom Patrol, attack! Mento <laughs> sends the troops in. We got Larry there, sending the energy being out. Robot Man's coming in, crashing. Read his yes. real big. Ginormous. Nice big uh, splash page there. And right at the bottom, there's Mento. And he's like, and that's how we lured Madame Rouge out of hiding. He's like, what's the matter, Robin? You look almost as surprised as Rouge did. <laughs> Robin is uh, appalled at the idea that Mentor used Beast Boy as bait. <laughs> Raven, however, loves it. <laughs> well, because Raven he doesn't like, doesn't care for Beast Boy. Anymore. Exactly. As always. <laughs> uh, Mentor gives him a little hack about, you know, Exploiting the uh, weaknesses, exploiting the strengths, and uh, not letting weaknesses slow you down. Tells him to grow up, and <laughs> Robin's giving me a uh -huh. trying not to punch him face. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mento. They talk about how Beast Boy used to be so fearful and unsure of himself, and they had to help him face his fears if he was going to become something else. <laughs> so far, like, wasn't he just a kid? He was a member of the Doom Patrol, not the Daycare Patrol. He <laughs> <laughs> is. I would totally read more about this Doom Patrol. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Said so I boy comes in with a bunch of presents. He says, uh, "I I want to hear more stories about Baby Beast Boy." <laughs> he said, "The big the big presents from Titan East. They're off on a mission. We couldn't make it." <laughs> Excellent. He names off a bunch of uh, Titans, Thunder and Lightning, Hotspot, Kid Flash. I hope for your sake none of these are tools of any kind. <laughs> so my sake, what do you mean? You know how every kid goes through a building phase, says Rita. Beast Boy was no different. It started with blocks and toys like that. And then he started stacking anything he could get his hands on. <laughs> and then he got started building stuff and started taking things apart. <laughs> <laughs> and they got him on the time out chair. Time out chair because the uh, Apparently, he took apart Mento's helmet <laughs> and his teddy bear. He just wanted to see what everything was made of. He's very curious. Including me, says Robot Man. <laughs> One day, I was napping and recharging my batteries. The kid got a hold of some tools and decided to play doctor. He's like, hey, what's going on here? He wakes up and he's just a head on, on a bench. <laughs> and all his parts are lying all over the place. That's too funny. He's four months out of the room saying, Rita, help! Robot Man malfunctioning! <laughs> he's chasing him down the stairs with the head. His head goes That's awesome. That's very cool. And I guess they put them back together and uh, Robot Man says, ah, you know, whatever. He's a kid. Says, I didn't think you were harsh enough, Cliff. Oh, dear. Says, well, he did learn how to better respect other people's space and property. <laughs> Raven says, could have fooled me. <laughs> uh, so, and, uh, there were times when he did good, of course. Remember when he, he first fought the animal vegetable mineral man? And the Titans are like, yeah. Hit shots across the bottom of the page. Animal vegetable mineral man? <laughs> they're like, what? What? Is that a thing? <laughs> And so we've got uh, sort of a, a, a mock cover of My Greatest Adventure with the Doom Patrol. Yeah, that's... Well, Vegetable Mineral Man, he's sort of uh, coming up on Beast Boy, who is more or less cowering in the foreground. <laughs> while the rest of the Doom Patrol are in the background. Getting ready to take him out. Yeah, that's awesome. It looks great. Yeah. They hit him with everything they had. They came back. Right they had. Suddenly the rest of the Doom Patrol is all trapped up. Uh, Beast Boy uh, watches them all get in the beaten, so he springs into action, turns himself into a, a battering ram, <laughs> and uh, smashes them to pieces. We're so proud, he says. That's um, right. Takes down AVM Man just like that. And they're all like, yeah, we were real proud of him. He saved our hides. And Larry says to Mento, admit it, you were proud of him that day, too. Mento just gives him the old stink eye. He's like, Larry, he's flushing. <laughs> Not in front of the kid. <laughs> Robin says, wow, compared to this dude, Raven's this warm and fuzzy. She's like, what's that supposed to be? Yeah, because Raven is sort of the grumpy, emo goth hard-ass of the team. That's right. Yeah, Cyborg's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hero. 
I want to hear more of the embarrassing stories. <laughs> so, well, there was that very first session when uh, Steve tried to coach him into transforming into bigger animals. <laughs> you flash back and uh, they will say, look, squirrels and dogs and monkeys are fine, this boy, but you need to think bigger. Yes, sir! He turns into a pig. <laughs> Not bad, but even bigger. He turns into an even bigger pig. A <laughs> big pig. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely. That's pretty funny, he says. Uh, Rita says, I've got a cute story, but I don't know if I should tell you. And they're like, oh, you've got to tell us now. One of his all-time favorite fairy tales was the Frog Prince. <laughs> So they are telling, they're reading the story together, kiss from a fair maid and all that. And some nights when I tell him the bedtime story, he turned into a frog and refused to go to his room. So I have to pick <laughs> him up and carry him to his bed, kiss him goodnight and say, good night, Prince Charming. <laughs> and he changed back and reply, good night, fair maiden, and finally go to sleep. Starfire is like, aww. <laughs> and says, you babied him too much, Rita. You were too strict with him. The boy needed discipline and direction. He also needed some affirmation, and a little affection couldn't have hurt. <laughs> there you go. Like, I hate it when mommy and daddy fight. <laughs> Even in this continuity, they don't get along all the time. <laughs> no, no. So Robin basically says, hey, well, he's on the Titans now, and he's doing really good. I think it was really good for him to get away from you creeps. <laughs> he doesn't say it in so many words, but that's what he means. Totally. <laughs> Inside work's like, yeah, we don't make him wear that silly mask. <laughs> Mentor's like, hold it right there. <laughs> the mask was his idea. <laughs> <laughs> they were afraid he was going to kick their asses from him. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. no one made him wear that stupid mask? It was his choice? Yep. He thought it made him look mysterious. <laughs> if he just like, I thought it was cute, so I didn't say nothing. <laughs> okay, so where did you get a dorky name like Garfield? Yeah, what's with that? <laughs> exactly what's wrong with the name Garfield? Hey, everybody, says Beast Boy, just coming into the room. Or, uh, highest work. <laughs> what are you guys doing here? Well, you see the Patrol of Doom right here, too. Uh, <laughs> that is to say, surprise! Big happy birthday. birthday Sparkles and whatnot. Oh, and of course, then there's a prison break. And that's... Are you going to have to wait? Yeah, totally. (laughs) So they all run away. And uh, Mental's like, let's go, Beast Boy. Duty calls. Raven says, you heard the man, Prince Charming. (laughs) And he's like, did she just call me Prince Charming? Right surprise is fun, says Cliff. And they rush off to battle the prison break. Okay. The, the end. Birthday cakes. That's, that's a great story. It really you is. Know? And it, it's it's these Johnny DC titles are some of the most underrated stories. If you're not into you know people getting arm raped every third issue <laughs> or you know horrible horrible things happening to people for no apparent reason. Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Lots of good fun character stuff. Absolutely humor. Yeah, Teen Titans Go had a great run. Like it was, it was a good, a good, good book. For the most part, most of the Johnny DC stuff that I've read has been very much, you know, good solid reads. Yeah, absolutely. 
a little simpler, but you know, still, I'll, I'll take that if it means I don't have to watch, you know, horrible <laughs> heroin stuffed cats being thrown around. <laughs> totally, totally. Yes, a little more of this would be great. Yeah. Well, that's it for us. Alrighty. If you would like to chat with us, you are welcome to send us an email. Our address is doompodtroll at gmail.com. Or you can visit us over on our website, which is also doompodtroll.com. And all the all the episodes are up, and they all have their own little chit-chat threads. So you are welcome to visit us there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. We will uh, see you next week with the next installment of I think we're gonna go what? We go retro just to see if we can close that out. Oh yeah, we should probably go retro. Retro and then Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, sounds good. Cheers. See y'all next week.